Talk Radio 96.7. We are ready to talk sports because it's Thursday. Sports Central is what you got. Brought to you by The Ledger. Here's your host, Neil Duncan. Everybody, welcome to Sports Central. Do not turn this music off, Eric. This is a very good song. I don't know if Becky knows it or Tian. I know it. You know it? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a no for me. Sorry to everyone listening. Hold on, just hold on. You don't know this song? All right, go ahead and shut his mic off for the entirety of the no, hour. No, don't do that. No, no, no. You're here on a beautiful Thursday afternoon, Sports Central, uh, Tian Ho and Rebecca Messina. How are we doing, guys? Doing I'm great. Good. Yeah, it's a good day. I volunteered at uh, RP Funding Center earlier for the FHSAA cheerleading. Yeah, which will be. Uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah, so got some stuff done for them. We got some uh, little gift bags done for the uh, cheerleaders and the athletes competing. So nice. Good. Yeah, so that'll be, I believe, 2A is uh, tomorrow, uh, which is some of the bigger schools, and Mm -hmm. then 1A is on Saturday, but it it runs, if memory serves correctly, it is, let's see, hold on. He says memory as he's looking it up. Friday is 2A. No, I got it right. (laughs) I got it right. It looks like they start at 8.40 a.m. with the first team, Southlake, out of Groveland. Uh, They will perform starting at 9 a.m., and then the last performance tomorrow, 7, no, what's it say? Like Looks like 8.20. Yeah. Oh, that's when it ends. No, that's when they, yeah, and then they'll have the award. So, like, yeah. all day long. Yeah, and, it's, and a, it's a big event. It's a big event. And then repeat and rinse on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, RP Funding Center. Go to rpfundingcenter.com for your tickets. Uh, or make sure you go over there. Multiple uh, schools uh, from Polk County will be competing. And then the entirety of of the state, uh, those teams that qualified, will be there at the RP Funding Center. And then on the lead-in, uh, Eric was talking about the weather over there at the uh, Lakeland um, International Airport. Of course, announcement of... Uh, uh, commercial air service coming later this year. Uh, but he mentioned the Sun and Thun fly-in coming up. And just want to remind everybody, this is the 50th anniversary, celebrating 50 years of aviation this year's Sun and Thun fly-in. Uh, so we're excited about that. And, of course, that will be taking place there at the airport April 9th through the 14th. April 9th through the 14th, the 50th Sun and Thun uh, flying, of course, visit Central Florida, visit Central Florida Sports. We're very proud to be a part of that, that celebration. Um, and it includes that first day they kick off, they're going to have a concert. So it's going to be pretty cool stuff. Go to Sun, nope, actually, go to Fly SNF, as in Sun in Fun, flysnf.org for a full list of uh, what's going on, the concert on April 9th with Trace Atkins and Sarah Evans. Um, and just all kinds of activities. So very excited about that. Speaking of sports, of course, aviation is a sport, depending on uh, what we're talking about specifically. We talked about cheerleading, certainly a sport, be it RP funding. But soccer is in the full swing regional – no, I'm sorry, district championships on the girls' side uh, recurring. I know Auburndale won last night in their district title, but Lakeland also got a win. Yeah, so for Lakeland High School Girls Soccer, we bring you an update on the scoreline from this Class 6A District 6 Girls Soccer District Championship game. So they finish up their district play for this, and Lakeland High School faced off against George Jenkins High School for the district title, something which Lakeland High School program had never won before. 
Hilda Curtis and Naomi Garner gave Lakeland two first half goals, which would eventually propel them to a district title via a 2-1 scoreline. Duhaley Rivera scored for George Jenkins in the 75th minute, giving them a chance late in the second half, but it was the Dreadnoughts who remained superior on the night. After an immense win against George Jenkins High School, which they hadn't beat in 18 straight matches, it was a euphoric celebration for Lakeland, who was doubted and counted out the entire season. Despite being the only the second seed in the region, they will likely be the only representative from District 6 in Class 6A who will go to the regional tournament for the FHSAA state championships. They dedicated their win to the late Lakeland High School volleyball player and Harrison School of the Arts oboist Julia Black, who passed away earlier or late last year in October, as many of the players were friends with her. George Jenkins still has a chance to qualify, but a lot of things have to go their way if they want a slot in that regional tournament. Of course, uh, Lakeland Christian, a girls' soccer team, has been a state power for a very long time. I think, what, uh, Becky, they've won three in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, they moved classifications and beat a team that had won something crazy like 10 in a row state championships. So um, last I saw, I don't have it in front of me, but I think they were playing McKeel uh, for uh, the district championship, but uh, certainly looking for them because this year uh, we were talking about so many uh, Florida High School uh, state championships going to be in Polk County. Nine of them. Soccer is uh, one of them. Uh, but this first year at the Lake Merle Sports Park, February twentieth through twenty fourth, is going to be the smaller classifications. The larger classifications are going to be uh, into land next year. Those will flip flop, and then in the third year, all of those will be in Polk County. So um, got a chance to see some Polk County teams in uh, the smaller classifications there at Lake Myrtle. And uh, so if Lakeland or Auburndale or some of those other teams, some of the larger schools make it, they're going to be traveling to DeLand mm-hmm. and the next year it'll flip-flop. But uh, excited to see what happens. Uh, did want to mention, if you want to get involved with those high school state championships there at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park, uh, we can get you some information on how you can do that. We have a whole um, event management software program. Um, can't tell you the link because I don't know what it is, uh, but if you give us a call at 863-551-4750, 863-551-4750, and ask for Becky, uh, she can... Don't raise your hand like you don't want me to give out your name. You're on the show. They know your ask, name. Ask for Neil. Negative. <laughs> I will not answer. No. <laughs> ask for <laughs> Becky, 863-551-4750. And uh, we're in need of volunteers for that. It takes a lot of people to facilitate that event. And uh, do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I do. So it's a bit of a long link, but it's www.event.com eny.com slash events slash FHSAA volunteers dash nine eight four seven. No chance dash. anybody got that. Probably not, but but they remember to call Becky. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. I will transfer you you're to Becky. You can call Neil. the office and I will transfer you right to her. No, you're calling Neil. As much as I hate to say this, not because we don't support Florida Southern Lacrosse. Uh, but because Becky goes on and on about them, what's going on with lacrosse at Florida Southern, Becky? First of all, this is women's lacrosse, so oh, hold, apologies, your, hold your apologies. Apologies. <laughs> uh, the women's lacrosse team at Florida Southern College, who made the Final Four in the NCAA Division II, are heading into the 2024 season as the second-ranked team on the IL Women IWLCA Division II preseason poll. Five other SSC schools are also among the rankings, meaning this season will be a combative and intense road to what the Mocs will hope will be a run at the national championship. Last year's record of 18-4 and overall with an SSC championship game appearance to go along with it bodes well, but from February 14th to March 7th, they will play the first, 6th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th ranked teams on the preseason poll. 
that February 14th opponent will be the ninth-ranked Flagler College when they travel to St. Augustine for their season opener. Yeah, and uh, the other uh, team here, we got a couple of minutes before we go to uh, break, TN. Uh, Southeastern Baseball, they're getting cranked up. Yeah, so Southeastern Baseball, it was a three-game sweep for them for the Fire as the number one-ranked baseball team after they swept Ottawa State over the span of three games in three days at the Ted A. Brewer Stadium in Lakeland, Florida. The scores were 15-0, to which we were on for last week, 5-3, to and 10-3, to which means a, start, a strong start for the Fire's premier program as they look towards the East-West Challenge coming up. Starting tonight, they will play the number 19 Benedictine University Mesa before playing number three Lewis Clark State College and then number 11 Hope International University on Friday before closing out with Arizona Christian University this Saturday. All right. Well, before we head to break, some sad news uh, breaking out of Tallahassee. Uh, the former manager, skipper there of the Florida State baseball team for 40 seasons, Hall of Fame coach uh, Mike Martin has died at the age of 79 after battling uh, three years diagnosis of uh, dementia. So uh, we thought some prayers to the Mike Martin family and the, the whole Seminole Nation. But uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and head to break. When we come back, we'll see if any of us were right when the picks for the NFL playoffs. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 96.7. We've got Sports Central for you right now, brought to you by Hall Communications. Let's get back to it. We've got Tian, Neil, and Becky. Oh, Eric. As good as the first song was, Share? Does that seem Sports Central-ish? I just believe. Do you think they're playing this in the uh, 49ers locker room? Do you think do you think they believe? I actually saw something that sorry, welcome back to Sports Central, but I, I saw something <laughs> that I get like rabbit hole. I saw something that said it would be the most epic move ever because the 49ers always play music as they come out of the locker room with like a big boombox or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, it was a, a graphic and an audio of them listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's like, funny. It is funny. Eric, play Taylor Swift next time. Absolutely not. <gasps> Absolutely not. Should we change this from Sports Central to Neil Duncan's meme of the week? I think yeah. we should. That's better than uh, Becky's uh, therapy hour. Wyatt drew oh. me a picture once of the three of us doing Becky's therapy hour, <laughs> and I still have it. I kept it. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks hire Ravens uh, McDonald as the head coach. Um, Quinn was just uh, hired by the Commanders. Of course, he was the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys last a few years. Going back a ways, he was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, of course, we reported that the Buccaneers' uh, offensive coordinator is now uh, Carolina's head coach, Canales there. So a lot of movement in uh, the NFL. But um, if you look at these conference championships in the NFL – did we get it right? I certainly didn't. I could tell you that right now. That's what I like about you, Tian. You just like put it right. Look, I was wrong. It was on me. I can't be right about zero and two. That was that was pretty. I was close with the Lions, but man, Ravens kind of let me down with that one. The Super Bowl that nobody wanted. No, you're right. I was about to say I wanted it, but I wanted the Lions to win. So I think pretty much. Do you agree we as a society root for the underdog? Like, it's just a better story, right? It is. It's a lot easier to talk about. I think 
it's probably a little bit easier to be excited about. Unless, obviously, like a major player, you know, for example, when Tom Brady went to Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, everybody kind of likes that because he's so competitive and you want to see. And it was great. different. Yeah. And it you was, want, yeah, it's different than with the Patriots. And then you also want to see great players, you know, continue to do well, especially when, you know, they're later in their career. I will now put this question to Becky. Becky, when you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, <laughs> do you root for the underdog? There's not really an underdog because it's not like it's feelings. It's not like a skill or something, you know? Well, no, no, but I root but for the bad point. people for bad things to happen to them. Okay, well, let's take that back to sports. Wow. So let's take that because you would agree you're much more of a sports fan now than you were before. I watched the Chiefs-Ravens game, the whole thing. We're making progress here at Sports Central. <laughs> All right, Becky. I watched the whole thing. I know that I wanted the Lions to win because they've never they've never made it to the Super Bowl, right? Correct. Correct, yeah. yeah. They're one of only, I think it's like four or five teams. Hesitate. They haven't made it or they haven't won? I know they haven't won one. Yeah. I don't think they've I don't, made it. I don't, I don't think yeah, they've don't made think it either. Mr. Jackson yeah. confirmed. Oh. Well, being a Packers fan, I'm sure he would yeah. know that. But do you – I'll start with you, Tian. Do you find joy when your team is not doing well if your rival team is also not doing well? Like if your team loses on a Saturday or Sunday and then the rival does, you're like, okay. I would say I feel a little bit better, but it's also tough when – the entire of the or the entirety of the AFC East now is much better than the Patriots, so it's hard. I forgot you're a Patriots fan. I feel joy when the Red Sox lose. So, <laughs> man, and everyone feels joy Justin, when the Yankees come back. lose. I need support. I <laughs> everyone feels joy when the Yankees lose. I don't. All right, so team was zero and two. I believe you and I were one and one. What was Justin? One. One and one. Yep. Okay. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. One. One and one. <laughs> I may have been podium last week, but I am not podium this week. Well, actually, by these records, you are second place. Tian, this feels like a really actually, bad Tian, like, yeah, you were this, not yeah. podium last week. I was podium last week. I got all four right. Podium is top three. See, I, I feel like she's Your first place for sure, but not podium. All right, so this week, <laughs> not the Super Bowl. It's next Sunday. Not this Sunday. It's the following Sunday. But, but this week they're in uh, Orlando, right? With the uh, yeah, pro ball activities. Yeah, for and the they flag moved to football. A flag football. Do yeah. you like that or not? I think it's a lot more fun for them just because it's a set of different rules and sometimes you might run something way more, I guess, out of the ordinary that makes it more entertaining to watch. If you were a professional athlete and there was some sort of incentive for you to make the that that game, or compete in that game, but then weighing the risk of injury, like is this more attractive to you in the a flag football if you're a professional athlete versus going out there? You've already played 17 regular season games, three preseason games. Is it worth it to go out there and do that? I would say it is just because athletes tend to like to compete. Even people who are former athletes, I can see that they like to compete. And something fun like this, different – Compared to what the regular season is, especially when they make an event out of it. I could see they're trying to make the Pro Bowl better. I think this is something more fun to watch and probably a nice break for them because it can get a little tough. So activities actually kick off uh, today. Uh, I think it's this evening, but uh, different contests and, and things like that. So it runs uh, runs today through uh, Sunday, as we mentioned, and the uh, the Super Bowl will be the following Sunday. So let's get back to it. One game. So T and you can go zero and one versus yeah. one two. I'm just kidding. Yeah, who you got? San Francisco or the Chiefs? 
49ers. Picking the 49ers, I think they got definitive. I mean, like you went straight to it. I think they have the best wavering. I think they have the best roster in football. It doesn't always mean the correct, but but if I'm gonna but if I'm gonna pick them in the game, I would probably pick the best roster. I think that they have in football. All right, solid, solid logic there, Becky. The Chiefs. Why? Why would you ask why? This ends in the same. It's (laughs) this is insanity. (laughs) It never changes. What is the definition of insanity? I know why. I just like to ask. Um. Well, first of all, I I just think that as much as I hate Patrick Mahomes, um. Can we say dislike? This yeah, is a family dislike. program. I'm Thank sorry. you. I, I don't dislike him as a person. I dislike his no, voice. You don't know him, so how can you dislike him as a yeah, person? Yeah, I dislike his voice. His voice really bothers me. Um, so you didn't like kinda, the Muppets growing up? No. Kind of like Taylor Swift <laughs> bothers me, but okay. keep going. Yeah, but I think him and Travis actually work very well together, and I think that they play well together. Did so. you just call him Travis? Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you as a Swifty feel like you're connected with him and you can call him Travis because of the way you know him now because of uh, Taylor? Yeah, Madam Madam Swift and Sir Kelsey. No, no, Mr. Swift. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. No, stop. (laughs) Um, No, but also Taylor Swift will be time traveling from Tokyo to make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, not this. And I just think that is magical. Did you say time traveling? Yeah, because she's going to be in Tokyo for a show. The she night has, before. Yeah, so she is a thing in, or she has her last show of her tour in Tokyo, and I, then I, after that. But let's be clear, she's not time traveling. Well, with the time changes, technically. No, <laughs> no, no, she's not. She's getting on the plane. She is jet lagging I actually discussed this with Alex <laughs> she last night. She might have a major brand, but I don't think term. she can time Listen, travel. I discussed this with Alex last night, Mr. Logical, and he too said time traveling could be a proper term, so... Because she's actually going back in yes, time because yes. she already had that day, and then she yeah. Well, if that's true, I've time traveled. Yeah, to I the have future too. to the future because when I went to China, I lost half my birthday. Oh, so that's sad. I, I right. But yeah, you've time traveled. I've time traveled. I have not. Well, it's time for us to travel to the break, <laughs> and when we come back, <laughs> wait, who did you pick? Oh, yeah, Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Quick, Becky, go. Chiefs. Chiefs? Okay, cool. Can we go to break now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being that Eric has the uh, music going, I, I, I think that we will go. <laughs> it's a good song too, Eric. Just playing the hits. Just no more share. Taylor Swift. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk about something. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> Stick around for <laughs> the know. next segment of Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Spring Hill Suites and by People's Barbecue. Your host of Sports Central is Neil Duncan. Thank you so much, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central. We'll try to uh, hone in our our thoughts this segment. Yeah. That's that's impossible. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I didn't say we would succeed. I'll tell you who we haven't talked about recently. Of course, a, a mixture of events going on here in Central Flores, Polk County. Um Tiger Spring Training right around the corner. Of course, the Tiger Barbecue is coming up this month. It's kind of cool to say now that it's the first day of February, the 20th. Uh, so February 20th, Publix Field, Joker Martian Stadium, the Tiger Barbecue. Go to visitcentralflorida.com or .org. Um, click on Tiger Barbecue, and it'll take you to where you can buy your tickets. Have you ever been to that before? I have not. So It's a really cool event. 
the players, only, yeah. coaches, front office. Oh, really? The community, Everyone's there. They come together. You're yeah. telling I mean, him this like he's gonna be there, like he's going to get the chance. I know to be where there. he's gonna be. Okay, but it's radio. I'm selling the event. <laughs> I would go You'll if I could. You'll be at the soccer could. state championships. Yeah, I would you're go like to the Tigers barbecue <laughs> if I could. So you should too. Well, you won't. So you're like yeah. rubbing it in Tian's face. You're like, it's awesome. You can't go. You get to meet all these cool people, but guess where you're gonna be? <laughs> With other cool people, right? Of course. See, it took us exactly one minute to fall off course here. We still talked about the No, event. we did. We did. So that would be February 20th. Publix Field, Joker Martin Stadium. Go to visitcentralflorida.org or .com to get those Tiger Barbecue tickets. And you will not meet Tian at that event. No, you he won't. He will be working somewhere else. Uh, but if you come to the FHSA Soccer yeah, State Championships, you, you will meet there you go. Yeah, we got a Soccer nice Championships, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m. Yeah. If on you want to meet Tian, come on out. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, same schedule. Friday, only 4 and 7. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m. So Yeah, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday, this. Saturdays. Oh, I was saying, like, how do we bring it? It's semifinals on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then finals on Friday, Saturday? I think that's how it I is. I think you're correct. I think you're right. Okay. Well, either way, great games coming up. Either way, you either know way, what? Either way, come meet Tian. Come meet Tian. <laughs> Actually, better and he yet. he won't have any barbecue. <laughs> volunteer and work with Tian. <laughs> yeah, you could work with me. You know what? what? 682-1430, the first 50 people to call in can volunteer and work with Tian. <laughs> you have to ask for Tian when you call, though. We have the TN 2024 special going. The phone is ringing off the hook. What do I do? <laughs> the only thing you hear is, Duh. <laughs> do you know what that noise is? It's a dial tone. <laughs> See, your generation does not know what a dial. Eric, I answer they the don't at the know office. what a dial tone call. is. He is. I know correct. what a dial. Yeah. Thank you. He I doesn't. Can. He never calls on the office phones, but he does yeah. answer them. I do answer. All right. All right. First intern in history to answer the phone. That's not true. <laughs> I interned one time and I answered the phone. I interned and I did not answer the phone. But mm. She didn't answer the phone now. That's so true. <laughs> that's I will not, transfer the next not, person. That's not slay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't even have to say it. NHL uh, <laughs> hockey, of course, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. They weren't looking great. And, they really uh, weren't. The last seven to ten days, they've kind of turned it around. They're back in the playoff hunt because mm. about a week ago, if the playoff started that like then, they would be out. Mm-hmm. So for the Lightning, who are now in the playoff hunt, Saturday in the Amelie Arena featured a bout between the New Jersey Devils and the Tampa Bay Lightning, who sat at 26-18-5. and five. Heading into this matchup with a scoreless first period, two goal lightning lead in the second period, and then a tumultuous three to four scoreline in just the third period alone. It was a stampeding three to six win for the on fire lightning. Highlighted by this was Victor Hedman's 700th career goal contribution with a hat trick of assists for for the lightning. It's a week off or it's a week and a half off. That's a long time for professional athletes for the lightning after a busy few weeks and then back to back games. With the first coming up on Wednesday, February 7th, the Lightning return to action against the New York Rangers, and that will start at 7 p.m. So they play – it must be the All-Star game, right? There's They're, no way they have that long of a break. 
I was going to say probably because also when I was looking up the Panthers for our reader for them as well. Yeah, it's the all yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 2024 NHL All-Star game. Um it's at some point. I mean, let me just go back to this. All-Star games. Does anybody really care? I don't know what like it is. Like football, football, I'm um, sorry. Football is after the season, but before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you get, you get a bunch of players that you know, everybody but the two teams that are playing. But like baseball is in the middle of the season with some implications of who, which American League or National League has home field mm-hmm. advantage in the World Series. So they made it a little bit better with that. Yeah. But like NHL, we didn't even know it was happening. Yeah. Do we really care? Sorry. Becky, I, I don't really know what it is. I'm just a little confused as to why it is partaking in the middle of the season. <laughs> I feel they like do that it should to be... break it up a lot of times so that they can have a little bit of a break. Also, sometimes, like for the NBA, for example, free agency ends after or the trade deadline yeah. ends after the All-Star break. So a lot of times that's kind of like the point where it's crunch time. And for specifically the NBA, I think they've done a great job about like making All-Star weekend fun with all the different events for football it's a, and the uh, NFL. It's hard for me to kind of get excited for that. But also for baseball, I mean, everyone gets excited for the Home Run Derby. So the NHL All-Star Weekend will take place starting today through the 3rd, hosted by the Maple Leafs in Toronto. Uh, I guess tonight at 6 o'clock, so about 19 minutes away, they'll do the All-Star Draft, where they draft teams, kind of like... uh, Yeah, the NBA. I was going to say like dodgeball back in oh, elementary sure. school. Well, yeah, we sure. could do dodgeball. that too. Like dodgeball. Again, Eric knows what I'm talking about. Maybe you guys probably didn't even get to play dodgeball. I played dodgeball. I did. did you? I yeah. played Star Wars dodgeball. They had to set up like hula hoops as oh, little really? planets. Oh. Yeah, and there were like dodgeballs in them. So you had to knock them down and get the other dodgeball. Oh. Yeah, and then whoever's planets fell first, they lost. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, the All Star Skills Competition. Did you still throw. The dodgeballs at other people? Or yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. So I was just going to say it's tomorrow at 7 p.m. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, please continue with Star Wars dodgeball. It was a fond middle school memory. I don't know. Okay. Well, normally, most people's memory of dodgeball is not fond. Well, I was athletic, so I didn't have that problem. Star <laughs> athlete Becky, Polk County's premier dodgeball. So true. Speaking of things that are slipping, the Orlando Magic are four and six in their last uh, ten games. Still in, I, I mean, they're much better than they have been. They're two games above five hundred. They're twenty five and twenty three, but they started out on fire and they've kind of leveled out. Uh, Isn't that happened every year? It's like, oh, the Magic no, looked no, really good no, to start. No, no, the, the last, couple years, last few least, years, the last yes, couple last years, few years. Like, oh, but before it looks that, like it. they were just garbage the entirety of the time. They looked really good at the beginning. And yeah. then Justin and I talked about how good they looked, and then they started doing really bad. So we will no so longer talk about the Orlando Magic on Sports Central. <laughs> Sorry was, to the Magic fans. We ruined your season. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it, they were two and two in their first four, then they were four and two, then they were four and four. But let's see, it was November fifteenth through December first. They didn't lose a game. Was that probably like 10, 11 games here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. I mean, that's half a month, but or at least worth of games. But for basketball, that's a lot of games that you have to go through because it's like an 82-game season. But if you look starting in January, they're below 500. 
So we'll see what happens. I mean, if this team, I think if this team ends the season at 500, it's probably been a successful campaign or maybe above 500. If they sneak into the playoffs somehow, wildly successful season with no real thoughts that they're going to do anything in the playoffs, mm. but they seem like they're trending in the wrong direction. So we'll we'll see what happens with them. What you gonna talk about Miami Heat? Well, let me ask you a question. They had a seven game losing streak. Let me, yeah, they let, had a seven me, game losing streak. The Orlando Magic are on a three game road losing streak. It's great for basketball in Florida. Go Florida. <laughs> so geographically, Miami is not in. Certainly not in the listenership of this show, but not. Yeah, do we but care about Miami? Do well, we care about Florida the Panthers? They are do we Florida care about team. Jackson? Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you care about them because they're a Florida team? Because I'll tell you right now, people in Florida. I don't like the Florida Gators. Oh, shut up. You are so. Well, until the MLS starts, and I can talk about Orlando City, we have the Miami Heat and the Orlando Magic for you. So wait until February. It is February. I was going to say. Or at least until the MLS season starts. (laughs) What's that, Eric? What is it, the first? Second? Today is February the 1st. It's the first. The 1st. The first. The 1st. Is tomorrow Groundhog's Day? Yes, campers, and it's cold outside. Oh, my God. We're going to have more weeks of winter. That's so exciting. Is it that he sees his shadow or he doesn't? If he sees it, it's six more weeks, I believe. If he doesn't, get out the swim trunks. Let's go. Punks one. I hope he sees his shadow. I'd like to go see that one time. What, him looking? No, just the shadow. With that, we're (laughs) going to go ahead and head to break. Have you had a groundhog for the office? (gasps) Oh, my God. I wanted to take one of the cows home the other day and bring it back to the office. I'm actually not opposed to this. We'll, We'll talk about it over break. Stick around for the fourth and final segment of Sports Center right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Yeah, boy, we got Sports Central for you, brought to you by Days In. Let's get back to it. We've got Becky, Neal, and Tian. Allegedly. Are you? Did you miss? Yeah. Both Neal and Becky missed. I just made it. Becky's we, one for two. We're having an active game of paper basketball here in the studio. As if we weren't already off topic today. Of course, at the end of February. It's a sport. And the first of March, we'll be hosting yes. the FHSA Boys and Girls Basketball State Championships. We will not be participating because, A, we're not very good, and, B, well, we're out of high school. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. <laughs> we already talked about the high school state championships coming to Polk County uh, for cheerleading tomorrow and Saturday. But what else we got coming up? All right. So to start us off for February, we have the Florida State IDP Championship that will be happening February 1st through February 4th. You guys stop bickering. <laughs> Universal Shooting at the Universal Shooting Academy. We'll be doing some shooting over there. What kind of shooting is it? Rifle? Pistol? Practical. Practical? All right. Mm-hmm. And then we have 410 projected participants for that one. Um, Get off your phone. <laughs> I'm not on, your, on my phone. I'm playing with your car key. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, FYSA. <laughs> is it a full moon today? FYSA Junior State Cup Championship is happening February 2nd to the 4th. So this weekend at Lake Myrtle Complex, uh, there's about 416 projected participants. All right. Disc golf coming your way. We got the Polk County Open Disc Golf Professional Tournament that'll be happening February 2nd through February 4th at Holloway Park. We're going to have about 90 projected disc golf athletes out there. Don't forget February 10th, spring training celebration at the uh, Central Florida Welcome Center. Uh, Spring training uh, with prize 
giveaways, attraction tickets, specials, and so much more. Of course, that's uh, just about, I don't know, about a half mile or so south of I-4 on Highway 27. Go see Justin and his team. They do an exceptional job promoting all that there is to see and do in Polk County. We miss you, Justin. Yeah, come back. You know you hurt my heart when you say that, like, like, <laughs> like, you, like you're trying to get me to leave. <laughs> um, we have the AAU Fieldhouse. I can't do it if you're going to push my paper away. I can't read. <laughs> the AAU Fieldhouse Challenge is happening the 3rd through the 4th at Ivan Health Fieldhouse. It is a volleyball um, challenge, I guess. Uh, there's 915 projected participants. DR Sports 7v7 Road to the Crown on February 3rd, running through February the 4th at Northeast Regional Park. 2,560 projected participants over there at NERP. Go out and see it. We have USFA Groundhog Softball Home Run for Hearts, the 3rd through the 4th of February at Bartow Softball Complex and Christina Park. 400 projected participants. So if the softball sees his shadow or her <laughs> shadow, six more weeks of winter. Yes. Just precisely. In Bar- just in Bartow. Only in Bartow. Just in Bartow. It's just snowing on Bartow. Just go ahead. If you missed last week's God's show, country. we had a member of the team from Major League Table Tennis. Their event is going to be running from February 9th to February 11th at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. 100 projected participants in that one. And we've got the Florida Open Pistol Academy happening the 9th through the 11th at Universal Shooting Academy. About 230 projected participants. Don't forget February 17th, the Cypress Gardens Water Ski Show. Of course, that's at uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Park there at Lake Silver uh, in downtown Winter Haven. They do an exceptional job uh, really keeping not only a, a free event, but keeping that brand, that iconic brand of the Cypress Gardens Water Ski uh, team uh, going. Of course, they were great partners. Uh, it's hard to believe it's already been a, a little over a year um, when we hosted the Show Ski World Championships there at that same site. So February 17th, go and uh, check that out. It's free. PLL Junior Championship Camp 3 from February 9th to February 11th at Northeast Regional Park. We got some lacrosse going on over there. 160 projected participants. We've got FYSA Olympic Development Program happening the 10th through the 11th at Lake Myrtle, about 330 projected participants. Don't forget that uh, college spring training will be returning uh, here, both softball and baseball, but uh, Russ Matt will get going on February 16th, so a couple weeks away. Uh, they usually have somewhat of a slow buildup, and they really balloon in size. Uh, it be three, 400 teams coming here to spring train uh, over roughly a six-week period. Uh, about 38 to $48 million of economic impact to Polk County. This is actually the 15th year that they've been in Polk County, so we're excited to have the return of Russ Matt Baseball. Yeah, I think it's like 300 teams for that one, Neil, right? Yeah, yeah it's three, 350. Yeah. I loved having Russ Matt here. Well, actually, year. we have a college basketball tournament run by Russ Matt, or at least powered by Russ Matt, so the Pioneer huh? League tryout. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Pioneer League tryout. They got college basketball going on here. I learn something new every day. That's completely is that, a typo. Is that wrong? That's a typo. That's a typo? That's not basketball. Is that not basketball? No. Oh, I guess we have a miss here. All right. Well, we'll skip that one, and we'll find <laughs> out next week which one that was. But, hey, you are paying attention. <gasps> I appreciate it. I am. Well, the NSA Super Bowl showdown from February 10th to February 11th at Christina Park. Softball coming to you. 250 projected participants.
Don't forget to get those Bar- Tiger barbecue tickets to February 20th, Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. It is a great time. That is Tuesday, February 20th. Go to visitcentralflorida.org for those tickets or a full listing of events going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. That'll do it for tonight's show. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. For Eric Clark, Tian, Becky, I'm Neil. We'll see you again next week. Good night, everyone.